All right. I'm here. We're here. This is great. Uh, welcome to episode 42 of the Gundam Explained podcast. I'm your host, Adam Blue, and today is pretty cool because I've got Midnight Hatter with me, Steven. Um, I'll let you say hi in just a second, but if you want to, you guys, jump in the comments, I believe, already. There should be links to his stuff. Um, just another Gundam YouTuber, um, but very cool stuff, like a has a Gundam role-playing game because apparently that doesn't actually exist. So he's got that whole thing going on. It's pretty cool. I actually joined his stream yesterday and he was showing off stuff. So you can watch that on there. Um, but yeah, do that. Give it a subscribe if you haven't. So what's up, man? Hey, how's it going? Thanks for having me on tonight. Yeah, man. Awesome. No, no problem. It was That was a ton of fun last night. Just kind of talking. Just whatever Gundam. There, I can go on forever sometimes. So thank you for facilitating that. Oh yeah, well, I mean, and and we uh, we had the kind of cross stream because it was May the fourth. We're talking about Star Wars. We're talking about Kenobi. We're you know crossing streams between two East and West fandoms that are you know that sci fantasy genre. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's yeah, even though this is a Gundam channel, um, I mean, even yours is primarily Gundam. It's sometimes fun to dive into that other stuff. Um, there's crossover for sure. Um, you know, real quick. Um, yeah, I meant to say welcome Gundamaniacs. I kind of like that idea, and Robert was just, uh, he caught on to that Gundamaniac thing. And then, um, yeah, Sayla's in the house. Sharmageddon is at hand, y'all. I like that. Sharmageddon. Have I not heard that before? Has that not been used? Is that, that's, that's pretty the good. the first for me. You know what? Let me get on my little pink light. I totally forgot about it. Um, I think and a then, while ago I saw a meme that was like, you know, Charmander, Charmeleon, and they all just like, uh, it was the Pokemon, but they all had Char helmets on. No, that's a good one. That's actually a good one. Um, and then uh, Rogue New Type is here. That's cool. He actually commented before Robert, which is an interesting sight to see. I never thought that would happen. And we got Bruno Khalil. Good to see you. Legion Epsilon. I'm only here to tell Hatter to put the Gaplant in S with the Zeta. Okay. Or Gaplant. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I've got that one on there because I had to manually grab the different mobile suits to it was kind of a chore, but I enjoyed doing it um, while I was doing it. Because, um, yeah, t for today's show, um, we'll talk about some other random stuff, but we're going to r really do this Zeta Gundam tier list because there's a lot of badass mobile suits in Zeta Gundam. And it's kind of cool to rate them because then we can kind of talk about what are some aspects of them, weaponry, uh, techno yeah, techn uh, technological specifics that kind of make them stand out from others. And... Some stuff I might not know. You and and Steven, you might be more of a Zeta mobile suit. Uh yeah, I mean it depends on how, how far you want to go into the deep cuts. Um but uh, you know, because obviously, you know, do we include um advance of Zeta in that? Or, you know, are we going strictly Zeta anime? Or are we going Zeta manga? You know, there's all kinds of um conflicting lore and canon, right? Yeah, that that's actually a good point. And in fact, yeah, the Advance of Zeta is a good point. So we probably won't count that, even though there is some stuff added in the movie version that I've added here. Because there are some suits in the movie version that are not in the series. Mm -hmm. And if, as we're doing this, anyone in the chat wants to bring up a suit that I don't have, let me know, because I think I can quickly add it. I think. I don't want to lie, actually, and let everyone down. Um... But yeah, going back to this, um, hey, WebFox, good to see you. Lucas Garrett, good to see you. 
Uh, here for the tier list. Okay, good. Um, Mad Matt, the heavy metal mecha pilot. Good to see you. Already working on the Gundam Mark III myself. That's a cool Ooh. one. Bruno Khalil. Um, Zeta was kind of a big laboratory for me. Yeah, I think when it came to that period in time where it's like the Federation kind of had that control and upper hand in a way where the Titans obviously were able to form. They had all of the weapon manufacturers from Xeon kind of folded into one entity nearly. Um, and it became that kind of thing about making money so they could really, you know, just pump out weapons and all that, mobile suits. Um Okay, so and, I mean, it kind of mirrors history, right? Because you had the uh, post World War II German scientists coming over to the United States and building rockets, right? Yeah. So it's like, ah, what would be the what would be the Gundam equivalent of that? Is oh, we're going to take all the Xeon scientists and incorporate all of their uh, new type research, and the Marasame new type lab then becomes a big thing for the Federation. It's yeah. a very, uh, you know, it's the whole. History doesn't repeat, but it rhymes. Yeah. Yeah, and that's just part of the lore about Gundam that makes it so awesome. Um, mm -hmm. Okay, so what I'm going to do is with my magic button. I tell you, this this stream is really cool. I mean, for those that are just listening, it's you know having an additional face on the video version, which is pretty cool. Um, different format than most of the podcasts. Um, and, and, and it's my first time doing it like this, um, so it might be a little... Uh, yeah, yeah. Give me uh, some comments uh, if you have some suggestions or, or feedback for how I'm doing this format, guys. So, um, all right. So I'm gonna jump real quick to this uh, not so nice looking screen share that uh, I kind of cobbled together for this first outing. Um, really, just real quick, I wanted to. Where do I have that browser at? Yeah, the videos that last came out um, was. Uh, Do Garma's Children Exist, where I went through the manga of Rust, uh, Rust Horizon. And then I was on the next episode of 8th MS Team, uh, where we see the Easy 8, because that's a cool one. And it's just a good episode, so kind of worth checking out. Um, the other thing is, and I think we've nailed down for the next Gundam movie night, and actually I don't have the date yet, but it's going to be a Saturday at 6 p.m. Central, probably one of the last Saturdays of the month. Um... We're going to watch Char's Counterattacks, because that's kind of a fan favorite. So we'll have that going on. And if you need information about that, check out the uh, Patreon. And and thanks to the supporters, I have them kind of listed down below for now. Um, the other thing is there's that Gumpla building contest. I have that at beginning of June. I'll announce winners. So if you haven't entered yet, be sure to check out some that are in there that are pretty cool. I mean, and from a lot of... Uh, uh, the normal posters in the Discord, so it's nice to see, like, Robert has something up there. Um, yeah, even uh, Mechanic, the mechanic, has some stuff in there that looks pretty cool. Um, yeah, so, okay, um, Stephen, I, uh, at, sometimes I'll have questions that I'll read from the Patreon, um, and, and one that I thought was pretty good, so, or I'll just read them all, actually, from uh, G. Norwood. Which Gundam Universe weapon is your favorite, and which one is your least favorite, and why? And, Steven, I'll let you go first. Which Gundam Universe weapon is my favorite? Yeah. Um, I'm going to go UC, obviously, being a UC fanboy. Um, I would ah. probably say the Hyper Mega Launcher that the Zeta Gundam carries towards the later end of um, 
of Zeta Gundam, but I, I think you mm. tend to see it featured more in double Zeta. I think Ruluka yeah. uses the Hyper Mega Launcher. And, you know, fact check me, chat, if I'm wrong about this, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure that shots fired, Ruluka fires the Hyper Mega Launcher more often than Camille Bidon does. Yeah, I think so because she was really in in the battle uh, often. Uh, she really was um, all about jumping into battle whenever she could. And yeah. there was a lot of beam weaponry, mega beam particle weaponry in Double Zeta. Oh, yeah. What about you? I, You know, this might be pretty simple, but I'm going to say beam saber because I think the lightsaber is cool, but somehow it seems more realistic in the Gundam universe. One, because of the size. It's almost like you need something that big to be able to contain plasma or a laser at that scale. Um, and I like the color. I kind of like the pink color. Um, even though you do see yellow, uh, I, I don't know. There's something about the, the color that works. And yeah. yeah, I think that's mine. Um, I dig that. Let's see. And then Norwood was saying to keep it, you see his favorite is the hyper hammer. And the least favorite is the javelin which you know i think the javelin's cool i, I, I want to say isn't there a shot in unicorn where a gm is using a javelin against like in the city streets of um dakar yeah i i suppose it depends so the javelin you, you would be thinking about the one that like the gundam itself uses like yeah. the rx-78 javelin that has like the ball like the beam ball on the tip with the three it's points like, or yeah. is that something different because I've seen the there's like the beam javelins that are almost look like um, especially in UC there's the ones that kind of look like death scythe but instead of it being a curved blade mm. it's just two beam sabers I think the GM striker uses one of those yeah yeah you're right that's maybe but the I, one I, I don't remember if that's called the javelin or not so okay um, yeah no that's a that's a good one um, I wonder yeah I wonder what that one's called but you're right GM striker uses that. Um, uh, let's see. And then from Ian Hansen, out of all the UC series, which one is your favorite or even your least favorite? Okay, that's a good one, too. Um, Steven, would you want to go first on that? Oh, I think everyone already knows mine. Well, anybody who, who knows my channel knows mine, so I'll let you take this one first, and then okay. we'll, uh, and we might have to spoil tonight's um, <laughs> activity. <laughs> no, um, uh, favorite... That's tough because it's one of those where it could it depends on the mood, right? Yeah, it depends on the mood, and I think if we're going with uh, if we're going with like the main timeline, which people consider early UC, it's gonna be Zeta. But I want to say overall, I'm, it might be weird, but Victory Gundam. There's something about the design of the suits and even like the bad guys insect-like suits that kind of have the evolution from F91 in a way, because it's kind of like bug-like. Mm -hmm. um, but also, I like the music in Victory. Like, it's it sounds like Zelda music, and I could just yeah. sit there and listen to it. Like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, there are very few anime soundtracks that you can throw on and, you know, listen from start to finish, right? And then, I would say least favorite least favorite um you know what and it's probably not fair but i will say ms igloo only because there's a lot going against it to make it hard to just rewatch it all the time it's you know there's they're very short episodes then there's the one the angel of death episodes that kind of 
break up the pace of the series, but it's good yeah. to reference as like a, a, a Wikipedia for Gundam stuff. Yeah. I, I like your reasoning on that. Okay. Cool. Yeah. It, it's, um, you know, I think we talked about this the other night is that sometimes your definition of, you know, good and bad is, is how often can you actually sit down and rewatch it willingly? And, or was it just something that you enjoyed once and, you know, you can kind of set it aside. Yeah, that's right. We were talking about that because, yeah, I guess that's why Victory is something I can watch more than once. Um, Shield Maiden Sailor saying the Heat Hawk is, is her favorite, and I think that's a good one because that is, oh yeah, like, the answer. And I like how with technology it was like the Zeons didn't have that beam saber technology yet, and so the Heat Hawk and even the, those heat sabers that the Doms had um, were pretty cool. Now um, here's a slight tangent question for you because um you know you're you're in the middle of 8th MS team and yeah. you haven't quite gotten to uh the Norris Packard episode yet but what do you think of the sort of downgrade in technology when it comes to the heat swords that the that the goofs use because in the in the original 0079 series you have the you know fully heated up heat sword that uh Rambo Rawl uses but then by the time you get to 8th MS team Norris Packard just has like a cold saber hmm yeah um you know I like that stuff but I I think it's um it is interesting how even later on in the one year war how much more advanced the Federation was with weapons not necessarily mobile suits but with weapons um, and they didn't really have an equivalent to a, a beam saber until later, like Neo Zeon or Axis Zeon or even the um, remnants, the uh, the Lost Fleet. Um, yep. Did they have any suits? I forget that. Yeah, I guess we'll get into that in a little bit. Um, um, and you know what? Uh, yeah, Zeonic Shadow actually, uh, the twin beam spear uh, and pole arm weapon derived from the Gundam's beam javelin. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. yeah, you can always count on these guys when it comes to <laughs> exactly adding extra stuff. Yeah. Oh, here's this uh, senior Antonio. Who, who's your favorite male and female character in Gundam? Um, uh, Steven, you want to go? Uh, well, I think. Hey, what's up, Tony? Shout out! Thanks for uh, tuning in. Um, I think he he knows that uh, my my favorite female character is probably Elviano. From uh, Double Zeta, oh. um, she is the the blonde from Double Zeta. She's a uh, you know much more fun, um, you know youthful character. She's she's one of the more innocent ones in Judo's bunch, um, and she has that unrequited love for Judo. Wait, you and, said in Double O or Double Zeta? Double Zeta, sorry. Okay, and and what was the name of the character again? Uh, Elviano. Why do I not? Uh... Was it out of the group of them? It was one of the, one of the friends. Yeah, of his? she was one of the kids. I guess I just did not notice that she had an affection for Junior. I, you know, I just totally blinked on that. It was hmm. kind of, you know, like I said, it was it was kind of an unrequited thing, and she would she would uh, butt heads with Rue Luca, um, uh, you know, that's, trying okay. to trying to win Judo's affection. Yeah, um, and I, then she ended up settling down with Beecha. Yeah, that's right. Okay, I'm starting to remember all that because that that was some pretty interesting dynamics between that group of friends as the episodes went by. Because 
they kind of would split, but then come back and kind of bounce off each other with their decisions. Yeah, I think that that's kind of one of the underrated qualities of Double Zeta is that it's got that kind of group of friends vibe yeah. that, you know, we all we all had that group of friends in, in our late teens, early 20s, where it's like, oh, you know, so-and-so is dating so-and-so, and, like, we've known each other for years, and we go way back, and, and like, maybe the, the friend group breaks apart, especially after, you know, surviving a war together. And, and that's what was cool because they would all go roll out together, like in their mobile suits. And there would be the Zeta, the Double Zeta, the, the Methus. Um, yeah. There might be some It was others. like the first Gundam team. Yeah. Yeah. So, th- yeah, there's a lot of good qualities when it comes to when it comes to that. Um, let's see. Uh, the Heavy Metal Mecha Pilot. I have trouble, really, if I'm to say that name all the time, but you can't forget it. Uh, I'm definitely partial to the VSBR from F91. That's like an evolution of the Mega Particle Beam Cannon. Yeah, isn't that the uh, the the uh, little gun arms from the back that the F91 yeah. has? And they're I guess smaller, but yeah, still powerful. Yeah, Matt, you got you got to hop on my server because uh, one of the mods, um, G1 Scorponok, is the is a big VSBR fan. And he's a big, you know, late UC victory um, F91 guy, too. So, Oh, and you know what? I didn't answer that original question from uh, your Yeah, buddy. you didn't uh, give us your favorite male and female character. Yeah, that one's pretty tough. I would say Camille and Fa. I, I, I just like their relationship in general, and I think Fa is awesome because it's, it's almost like she's trying to help Camille just... You know, it's like she's following him around because he's making a bunch of bad choices. Is he's trying to get him in order, and I kind of like that. Um, and and yeah. then she even goes out in in a mobile suit and kicks butt while taking care of kids when she's back at the um uh the um what's that Ayug? Yeah, Argama. Argama, yeah. So I mean that that's a very good point. Like that was one of the one of the standout moments in Zeta Gundam is when Bright is is talked by he's like, you know, yes, I know you're a pilot this is where I need you now. And there's that, you know, inner conflict that she has, you know, I want to be one of the pilots. I want to defend the ship, but at the same time, someone needs to stay back and watch these kids to make sure that they're not getting into trouble. And, and it seems so silly, like the having kids on a, on a battleship, but I think that it humanizes the characters in that way. Cause you couldn't have that moment without the kids there. Yeah. And wasn't there, uh, um, wasn't it where she, Either it was before or after she had left on her own to try to save Camille. Because Camille went to go, I guess, sneak aboard the... I forget if it was the Titan ship. Well, Haman was there, and he went to go sneak aboard or something. Um, unless I'm... start Unless I'm getting double Zeta. Because uh, isn't that a double Zeta thing now that I think about it? Yeah, I was going to say, I think okay. that um, Camille was probably going to sneak onto a Titan ship to, to go save Rekawa. It was kind of like a, Oh, okay. It was, it was mm. the three people going out into the quicksand, right? Like Rekawa went first to do the, the spy mission. Camille went to go save her. And then Fa had to go and bail out Camille. <laughs> and then didn't, what's his name? The boy go try to, uh, save Sarah. What was that? Yep. What uh, was his Cots. name? I totally Every, everybody's least favorite character, Cots. Yeah, yeah. There you go, Cots. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I thought that was uh... okay. Well, you know what? Let's. Um... You know what? Oh, well, you know one thing. Ian did point out. I don't think I. Oh no, we did the least favorite. Did you have a least favorite 
uh, of UC uh, show? I, I probably don't have a least favorite UC show. Uh, oh, well, I guess if that's if that's the limitation on the question, um, I guess my least favorite UC show would be Unicorn. Oh, um, interesting. It, and I think, it, you know, I know, hot take, <laughs> hot take alert. So the, the only reason that I think Unicorn is the weakest is that I think that they tried to pack too much story into the the seven six or seven you know yeah. OVA length episodes, and so a lot of the characters that you get to see Benajer interact with, it's like he meets Gilboa and then Gilboa dies. He meets Dagaza yeah. and then Daga, Dagaza dies. You don't have enough time to build up that pathos that you need to actually feel impacted when those characters go. Um, and, and I think that it's a travesty that it didn't get the full. You know, fifty episode treatment that oh yeah, most of the series other series get. get. That's a good point. I, you know, and you bring up good points because with Unicorn, it's almost it's not it's not self contained. So I think that takes away from it. It's almost like it's built on knowing so much about the Gundam before, and then investing yourself into the Laplace's box. Which at first it's like, okay, is this something I missed from the previous? And it's not. It's like a whole new retcon. Even though it doesn't change anything, it's just like a whole new thing that happened to happen before. Um, you know, that kind of further drives the differences between space noids and earth noids. Um, yeah, that's a good yeah, that's a, that's a very good point. You know, it 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 depends on the other series to carry it. Yeah. Um, All right. Well, you know what? Um, let's get to this uh, tier list. Um, and anyone in the chat. Um, if there's something missing, let me know. I'm going to try to keep my eye on the chat. And as we go through with this, so Steven, you hear an echo, I, I, someone in the chat, Brian brought up that yeah. there's an echo going on Is that, that, that could be me. Cause I'm not hearing it from you. So that could potentially be me. I'm going to tweak my volumes just a little bit to make sure that I'm not picking up. All right. Yeah, if there's any anything else in the chat, you guys uh, let us know how the sound is. Um, let's see. I'm going to expand out the chat on here so I can see it better. Um, and then while... Um, oh man, lots of cool chats. I wish I had time to go through all this. Um, Luke, about the weapon, Lucas Garrett is saying his is the Atlas Gundam's railgun, and that's a good one. Um, yeah. Robert's favorite, Kira and Miss Klein. I'm assuming that seed. I, I haven't seen it, but I know Robert. Uh, Brian, uh, how's it going, dude? I hear echo in your podcast. Oh, that's the one. Okay, well, thank you. Let me know if you guys continue to hear that. Rogue New Type for me, Karen. Oh, wait, the MS team, Sela, as well as Reloka. Yeah, Karen. those are all good ones. Um, Char and Sela are my favorites. I'm biased, LOL. A brother and sister duo on opposite sides of the board with completely different motivations. That's a good one. It's a shame that Sela wasn't in Char's counterattack. Um, to yeah. maybe continue that, to be a foil in a way. Mm -hmm. uh, let's see, who would like, who would you like from a fan fiction Gundam story? Who would I like from a fan? You know, I don't, uh, I don't know too many other fan fictions other than Robert, obviously yours. Um, and then some others that are actually in the fan, in the Discord, there's a fan fiction spot. Um, Lucas, is, uh, uh, Garrett, Quattro, Begina, and Emma Sheen. Favorite. Now, that's Emma's a good one. Now, if we were talking about how thirsty I am, yes, it would be Emma Sheen. That's that's the truth there. Absolutely. Um, 
time as a fan favorite. Yeah. Uh, Sayla, I liked Unicorn because of the soundtrack. Um, can't pronounce it on the fly, is like the John Williams of anime. Yeah, the soundtrack is great in Unicorn. Um, Fantastic. You know, back to Emma real quick, being a fan favorite, did you see that new figure they came out with for her, or that's going to be released? Yes. And they, sculpt, they sculpted the back of her skirt uh, in a weird way. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, that's cool, but a little unnecessary. Yeah, oh, Ian, yeah. you guys well, sound you know, that, that's What's up? Tends to be the way with those uh, collectibles. Oh, yeah. That's cool. Um, okay, cool. Yeah, and so he's not getting any echo either. Okay, cool. Well, yeah, then let's... Um, we've got this set up. So I wonder how we should go about this. Should we pick what we both think is S or to start? Or do we go down the line and then just, you know, we each make our case for where we think it falls and yeah, um, let the chat decide. Okay, Give them the that... old uh, Roman thumbs up, thumbs down. Oh, yeah, that's that's a good one. That That's a good way to do it. I, and just in case, I on the side here, I have, I think I need five monitors now that I think about it. But no, um, I have uh, the Wikipedia that I got this from, uh, a lot of the pictures from. So, like, if we need to, uh, looks like the. Okay, sorry guys. Sometimes it looks like the video's cutting out. Yeah, if we want to look up something about a mobile suit, I have it right on hand. If we want to like confirm any weaponry, strengths, weaknesses, etc. So, perfect. The Ashamar, that's the first one. Um, let me go to it here on the list. This one, what would I? Um. I I don't know. I was I I don't want to be mean. I'll give it a C. <laughs> yeah, I, I I would agree with that. Okay, a, a big C for the donut. Okay, I mean for the flying donut. It's like cool that it can transform into some you know like a, a a plane, a jet. I don't know UFO, but it's like not like it. I mean, it's cool. Let's huh? see. Yeah, C for cool. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> It's definitely All right. got the one of the more unique designs out of out of this list, and and that's coming from a list of very unique designs. Yeah, that that is the thing. There are some I left out again. So if someone uh, wants me to bring one in, just let me know. Okay, I think we got the Barzam. This next one, which um, I think in the Discord, I forget which one it was. Uh, one of the members were posting <laughs> like a pretty cool picture I've never seen before of like all these different like custom Barzams. Um, yeah. You know what? I don't know too much about it. Uh, do you happen to have any background on it? So the Barzam was designed to be the uh, successor, the mass production version of the Gundam Mark II, which is why later versions of the of the re refined Barzam you'll see kind of have that Mark II slash GM Quell body, but they have that Barzam head and the Barzam thrusters around the skirt area, which it, it definitely looks a lot cooler when it's got those Gundam Mark II parts on it. Yeah. Um, in its standard configuration, it's not aesthetically my favorite. Um, but I do know that performance-wise, it's you know canonically kicks the crap out of the Gundam Mark II. Oh, okay. So would that would would that qualify it to be S or would what you I mean? Because I guess like where would the Gundam Mark II be when we get there? You know, so. 
people and you and I are probably a little bit biased since we are both big fans of the Mark II. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I would probably personally, I'd put the Barzam in like B. Okay. Um, I'll go with that B for because, Barzam. You know, as far as like how, how much I like it. And again, you know, it depends on what the criteria is we're going on. If we're going on raw performance, you know, it probably creeps up into that A category. But, you know, again, the aesthetics don't do it for me personally. Yeah, and I think as we go through this, it will be a mix of personal feelings, performance, because there could be something we don't really care for, but it's like, hey, we can't deny it's badass or vice versa. Um, yep. All right, so we've got the Bond Doc. I think that's everyone's favorite, if I'm even pronouncing that correctly. I always hear that being suggested for, like, GBO2, unless it's already there, I think. I don't know yeah, too much yeah. about this one, or I just don't remember. It's um, a it's a late um late addition to Zeta. Uh, it it only had two pilots. One w or no no correction had three pilots because Razamia oh yeah used the bar uh the bound dock. Jared had a bound dock, and um, Razamia's handler Gates Kappa had that gray bound dock. Um, again, it's it's huge, and it's definitely one of the more unique designs on the list. It has three transformation modes because it's got that sort of Robotech Gerwalk mode. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, I would I would put that in A personally. A? Okay. Okay. Let's Looks see. like an inflatable raft when it's folded up. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. It's true. But, um, let's see. Someone uh, posted. Uh, yeah, that was Tony missing. Uh, yeah, the masala. The Bolanout Saman, which is a weird one, but I know we saw it. And the Marisai, yeah, I can I can grab those. Um, as we do, do you want, this, I can I um, drop the images to you in Discord if that will help. No, I actually got them right here. Um, cool. So as we do that, or as I do that, the Byarlint or Byarlint, Byarlint. Yeah, you know what? This is another good thing about this is we can kind of confirm between each other how we pronounce things. So, and that's funny. It's funny you mentioned that because yeah. I always called it the violent because I thought it was su supposed to be like a thought it was supposed to be similar to the word violent, but it was oh. one of those mistranslations. So it came out as violent instead of violent. I like um, that. I like that better. I think that's what it is now. Violent. Likely um, rolled but, the, but the someone R. on my Discord server said violent. So I'm like, well, I don't I, and I don't think I've ever heard a character say it. Yeah, I don't think I have either. Um, huh, so I, I, well, here's the other thing. There's a custom that's in Unicorn, and I love it, and it's what's in, uh, but, I mean, does it, is the custom any more powerful? I think it's just a different paint job. So I would say it's S, because if it's hanging out in Unicorn, kicking some butt, it's S tier in my opinion. Yeah, I, I'd give you that one. Okay. Well, and yeah, chat, throw in what you think, because if there's anything you guys, as we go, that you want us to change, I may be open to it. I may be yeah. open to it. Um, yeah, lobby, lobby the decisions, because, you know. Okay, uh, the next is the my mind. Rick DJ. And it's it's uh, DJ, right? It's not anything that's, fancy. That's what I've always called is the DJ. Okay. Um... What are your thoughts on on the Amaro custom not Gelgoog? <laughs> so a couple things. One is Amaro uses it. 
if Amaro is going to use a mobile suit, I'm going to assume it's going to be an amazing mobile suit. Um, the other thing is that you, unless it's a lot different, it was used up through narrative, the special forces uh, team in narrative. And I forget if it was the Luo and company specifically, they had their, uh, um, what's it called? The DJs that they were using. Um, yeah. So that makes yeah, me think it a, must be a power, even though I think it looks funky. It's a powerful suit, right? Yeah, it's got to be. I mean, I'd give it at least an A. Yeah, that sounds that sounds fair. All right. Uh, the next one, I think, is the Gaplant. Um, Indeed. The, yeah, okay. So I don't know too much about... About this one, I don't think. Um. So the Gaplant, you only ever see it on Earth in Zeta, um, like in the Zeta anime at least. But it, apparently, it is a space use mobile suit as well, capable of atmospheric flight, has that uh, mobile armor transformation mode. Those giant wing ba- binders on its uh, forearms are actually beam cannons. It dual wields orange beam sabers. Uh, it, it really is, and at least in the video game Gundam versus Zeta Gundam, the Gaplant is probably the anti-Zeta in terms of speed and, and performance. Oh, okay. I mean, I call it S-tier, but you know, I want to hear what your thoughts are. You know what? I don't. The only thing I know about it is it, it seemed high-profile in terms of who it was used by and um, how you hear about it. And wasn't it in Gaia Gear that one of these is found like uh on the beach or something and yeah yeah it's almost I think like that you, you see a lot of these um these mobile suits end up turning up in later uh, yeah so much later so what were you saying s i'd give it an s s cool oh okay so it, we, we we actually were corrected here the uh the violence custom in unicorn is actually an improvement on the original um it has new and additional thrusters but the beam cannons were replaced with variable output variant that is multi-purpose i mean okay is it, uh you know what um that i will knock it down to an a because um like it's cool but what we see in unicorn you know there That's had to be part. Yeah, there's because it, it, it was so awesome that I would assume, assume for it to keep up, it had to have been upgraded differently. So I mean, still awesome. Did you did you read the Unicorn manga? Because the pilot yeah. of of that of that violent custom is total Chad. Like, oh really? <laughs> um, you know, and it's it, again, it's one of those tragedies of Unicorn is that you get all these characters. Um, I'm sure you're familiar with like uh Fred Reber showing up in that Freak Schneid. Oh yeah. Um. You know all of these throwback characters that you don't even hear mentioned in the unicorn anime, but in the mangas, is it, you get expanded upon it a little bit more. Um, yeah, that pilot is is very cool, and and you know it takes a lot for for a Zeon like myself to praise a Federation pilot. Yeah. <laughs> and I guess this was originally though developed by Titans, correct? Or the right. Titans unit, yeah, which is cool. Okay. Next is the Gaza C, and I just got to say, it looks a little funky. Um, I remember getting mad using it in Gundam Battle Operation 2. I'm like, what is this? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I'm, I'm probably going to um, break my friend Trick's heart, but I, I give it a, 
give it a hard D for for the Gaza Sea. Um, okay. And even in terms that. of performance, it was supposed to be you know it was Zeon's answer to the transformable mobile suits that the Titans and the AU were putting out. But the transformation mechanism on it is not nearly as sophisticated, obviously. Yeah, it some yeah, it makes them look a little funky. And sometimes you can't get over the looks, you know. Yeah. Um All right, so we have this armored cannon, or is it gun cannon two? Um That what? looks like the GM cannon, right? That looks like the one from um Yeah, or GM cannon uh let's see what full armor GM cannon. Why am I not seeing it on this? Oh yeah, it's the uh, the RGC eighty three GM cannon two. Um, so that is one of those movie only ones because that one mm. was it was used in double O eighty three in Stardust Memory, but uh, oh. we don't see it in the original anime. We only see it in the new translation movies. Yeah, and it seemed like then they borrowed also some uh, from double O eighty that Choban armor, which. I don't think it was used before or for anything else, right? 0080 was kind of the first. Yeah, not to my knowledge. I think that that was the the first time you saw it. Yeah. Um, well, but I mean, what do we think? It's um, it's full armored, and it's a gun cannon or GM cannon, I guess. Even though you know that's probably where the evolution came from. I don't, I don't know. I'm gonna go with. B just because like it's probably cool, but I don't have much reference of it in battle. Yeah, yeah. Again, I'll I'll give it a, I'll give it the same because okay. even even though um, I don't remember it from Zeta as well, uh, Keith from uh, 0083, he's he's another uh, another cool pilot. So I'm glad that he got that that GM cannon. Um. You know, I was trying to look for the other, because uh, I, like I said, I have this list up here, but it's for some reason it's missing the stuff I was grabbing earlier. Um, okay, anyway, so this next one is a GM, um, oh, the custom that I think was in the movie as well, uh, the GM yeah. custom. Yeah, that's um, another 0083 special. Oh, okay, yeah, because... Okay, yeah, that's a good point because there is that GM custom, uh, or G doesn't it have an N in it or something? It's more the gray, the darker. Yep, it's got like that kind of baby blue paint oh, job on yeah, it. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, I have I've got that coming in from um, what is it? Uh, Hobby Link Japan, I think they just had another run of the Robot Spirits versions. Another run come out, so I was able to grab that. Anyway, so that's yeah, I guess you're, similar you're gonna to that. You're going to enjoy that one. That's a that's a sweet little model. Yeah, I'm. You know, I'm thinking B, just because it's again probably a good grunt suit that holds its own. Um, yeah, for sure. Okay, so next is similar. Um, this one is a GM. Let's see, the colors off from what I had up here. Is it just a GM two? Oh, give me a second. Uh, it looks to be a GM two. Yeah, it's just for some reason. I guess when it uploaded, it like changed colors or something. But um, oh, I mean, I'm looking at it on the on the wiki too, and it's it it does have that green paint job. It almost looks like the uh again if you have, if you played Gundam versus Zeta Gundam, if you play as units from other from the opposing faction, 
you get like custom paint jobs. If you play the GM2 as an Axis pilot, you get a green GM2. Oh. Let me tell you, there's nothing sweeter looking than a Zeta Gundam in Titans colors. Okay. That's pretty cool. You're you're convincing me to play this game. Oh, yeah. Um, absolutely. I'm thinking C. You know, like, yeah. only because it's a grunt suit, and these other ones kind of had... You know, more special things to them, like the the custom and then the Choban armor of the GM cannon. So yeah, I'll put that at C. Okay, GM Quell. Now, I don't know much about its performance, but I like that it's Titans. I like that it's an evolution of the Mark II. Like, I would give it an A unless it's just a known to obliterate. Then I'd give it an S, but... No, I don't. Uh, I I would I would let an A fly. You know, it it is a sweet design. It's almost got that same. Um, it's almost got that same head design as like the Pale Rider uh, a little bit. Which yeah, is pretty sweet looking. Yeah, there is that slight evolution from the standard GM head that it it kind of does. Then it shows up in the GM custom, um, and then it's even in the further like the. Maybe the Rizel or those other ones we see in Unicorn um, that kind of evolved from that. Oh, definitely. Okay, next is a Hizak, which I love the design of that. because I feel like it's a mix of Federation and Zeon in a way. Because it's like a Zaku, but it took on some sensibilities of the Federation. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's... um. I love the backpack on the uh, yeah. on the the high Zach. It almost looks like the uh, the Mark II backpack with like the exactly. fins that stick up from the uh, from either side. I, I agree with you. I think it's sweet. It it really does look like GM and Azaku had a child. And... Yeah, yeah. It, it's a shame that there's no Robot Spirits version of it. Um, I would totally grab that up, but. I would I would also give it an A because it's sick looking, but again it it, it doesn't unless we know better. It seems like it was just used as a standard kind of grunt suit. Yeah, it it definitely was a grunt suit. Um, but you know, again, I I would I would weigh in favor of the bias, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so next I think is a favorite from everybody's the Hayaku Shiki. If I'm saying that correctly, yep. Hiyaku Shiki, Hayaku Shiki. I say Hiyaku, but you know, Hiyaku. again, it, there's also in the English dub, get Quattro does say, you know, I'll take off in this brightly colored Hiyaku Shiki. But I can't tell if that's just an affectation of of that voice actor mm. or if that's actually how it was pronounced. So true, because there's a little bit of that that goes on in in those uh, translated ones. I would think it's an S. Oh, yeah. S tier okay. for sure. I mean, uh, Quattro, um, if he's going to pilot something, he's going to pilot the best of the best. Um, now, RIP to my boy, Opoly, because he did say, Shar at that point, color of the mobile suits you pilot always become popular. And that turned out to not be true in the case of the Hyakushiki. The yeah. one time. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. And then it went back to red, and and but then it's cool because even the fu the future of that wasn't it the Delta Plus? Isn't that something we were talking about yesterday? Like the 
but it didn't retain the gold, which is interesting. Although something I learned just because of gun and battle operation in a metal robot spirits or robot spirits they just came out with is a mass production version of the Hyakushiki. Uh, that's not the zero shiki, right? No. Yeah. Yeah, but, but like, the zero shiki is all red. Yeah, that's right. That is a cool one too. I yeah, I have that in Gundam Battle Operation too. Oh, I, I love the visor on that. Yeah. Metal Neo, hey yo, what's up? What did I miss? Well, you missed what we're choosing for the tier ranking, and so far, I think it's it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Um, we're giving it favorable results, I'd say. Yeah. Red Axis, where's the Marisai? Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get that one. I've I've got that screenshot here, and then I'll. I don't know if I have to log in or add it or, eh, we'll figure out something. Um, let's see. Oh, I I like this. If it's Char, it automatically gets top tier by default. I want to say that's probably true. Yeah. I. Yeah. Um. Okay. Here we go. The. This is the Methus, right? Foz, yeah. what she took off in. Now, that's what's interesting. Like when I when they introduced this suit, it doesn't seem like it's anything amazing to me. It looks all right. You know, it kind of has more of that goofy posture. But Foz in it, and she survives, and she does damage, and so it's like it must be a good suit unless she's just that good of a pilot. You know. Yeah, I mean, it's got those sweet little wielding pistols yeah you know got got the uh shoot em up shoot em up text vibe um i like it um i would say that as far as performance goes it probably you know again credit to fa because she's out there shooting down you know pilots that are probably twice her skill yeah i think did did she kill um she took down either dunkel or ramses right one of the two pilots that was with yazan yeah or my yeah, of that Emma. was no. I think she did because wasn't she trying to like? Was it was she was trying to save Camille or it, there was something where she went out to like defend someone, and yeah, got yeah. A is there shots. any time that she's not trying to save Camille? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Yeah, that's yeah, that's why she's great. Um, I I don't know what it's between A and B, just because it seems to be a competent machine. I'd actually be curious what chat thinks but what would you say a or b um i'd give it a b personally but um but yeah i'd be interested to see what um what feedback we get here okay yeah i'll put it in, in b for now we can always move it okay um yeah. all right here we go now we're at the mark ii which is a personal favorite of mine in fact you know and you know for this uh, stream. I brought my robot spirits, metal robot spirits, Mark II, off the shelf back there to have here with me. Nice. Um, doesn't really do anything, but I'm a kid like that. And <laughs> um, I just want to say that I do have the Super Gundam on here too. So it's okay. almost the same thing. It just has the G booster on it, right? Correct. Which I believe that's no yeah. G defensor. I'm sorry, it's the G defensor. Yeah, G defensor. So, um, which that probably knocks it down a couple of tiers just because it's got cots on the back of it, right? <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> although they did change, I was about to say in GBO2, it was like a space only support, but they changed it where you'd be on land with it now or ground. Yeah. Um, they really should. Um, okay. So, a couple things about the Mark II. It seemed to be very revolutionary, I guess, in terms of mobile suit design because a lot of designs came from that. 
Um, I wonder if it set a standard which was based on what the original RX-78 two was, you know? Yeah. I mean, you had a lot of that new technology, which was kind of pioneered in 0080 on the, on the Alex, but you know, the, the, uh, well, the magnetic coating was on the Alex. The movable frame was on the Mark II, which yes. that was, you know, that was a revolutionary because instead of having these blocks of mobile suit attached to each other, you had that inner frame and then the plates of armor on the outside shifted on the surface of the of the inner frame, which gave the theoretically gave the suits more mobility, um, and and obviously you know, that was carried on to like every other model that that the au built um yeah uh so chad is saying b which i'm not against it because as much as i love it there are suits that are a little better so what, what do you well, think so is is that b for b for the methus or b for the mark ii mark ii i'm, I'm leaning towards like i'm talking at a or s for for mark ii but yeah that's just me yeah, I was thinking because of how revolutionary it was is A, and then I, I was thinking when we we'll see when we get there for the Super Gundam put it at S because it's just got that much more to it. Um, so yeah, yeah, let's yeah, I'd, do. I'd say that's fair. So sorry, chat. I know, I know you said B, um, and then Ian, it's okay, Adam. I'm a kid at heart too. Yeah, I think that's we just have to embrace being a kid. It's, uh, it's easy to do when you have kids too. Um, because then you kind of see what's going on and then you get attracted to it. Like my son right now is totally into Sonic. That speaks to me. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Um, did you, did you, uh, did you guys watch the second Sonic movie together? Yeah. Awesome. I, I, I liked it. Like, even though I can recognize some of the, you know, the pandering to specific demographics so overall, I thought it was pretty good. Oh, I agree. I th I thought both of those movies were really good. Yeah, I enjoyed them. I liked uh, in well, I don't want to give anything away just in case no one's seen it. But there's a part with Robotnik and Knuckles, and it looks like they're in a level, like a level from a Sonic game, and they're running around in their spikes and stuff. And I was like, wow, that's that's just like the game. Okay. Um. Next is an interesting one. I think it's the Nemo. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The and and again, the Nemo, Nemo. I'm not Nemo. sure what, you know. I'm going to go with Nemo, Nemo because I think you more... know. What'd you say? No, I'm going to go with Nemo because I think you know. Uh, <laughs> you know, and that's an interesting one because didn't that become a mass production? Yeah, wasn't that the AUG's mass production uh, suit? Yeah, it, it took the place of yeah. the GM2. Yeah. Um. And uh, I believe, again, chat, correct me if I'm wrong, but that made a, a strong showing in, well, it was a Nemo 2 or 3 that was the one that fought the Juagu in Unicorn. Um, at Torrington and in, in, yeah. in Unicorn. Yep. So, um, so it definitely has a strong line of development that, you know, starts with uh, the version one, if you will. I personally, I was not impressed with the version one. I'd probably put it in the same category as a GM two, uh, performance wise. But you know, again, I, my my heart can be swayed because of again that line becomes something special. Yeah, that's a good point. And yeah, it it becomes a mass 
production suit, but it's never like a standout. So if you're replacing a GM, for one thing, sometimes you just got to keep up with the technology. And it's mass-produced, so you have to think there are some limitations to it in general. So, yeah, I'm going to throw that uh, at B, you're saying? Okay. Um, I don't want to get any death threats. That's why I'm being careful. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, yeah, so yeah, Gundam fans are a passionate bunch. Yeah, although this this group, even from your stream yesterday, really cool people. I love it. Oh, thank honest. you. Yes, we we uh, like to think that we fostered a nice little community. I I don't like mm -hmm. using the word community, but yeah. fostered a nice little group of mutual uh, fans of a product. <laughs> yeah, yeah, community is good. It's better than saying cult. I'd be worried if we <laughs> yeah. started. Uh, saying that but okay the next is the palace athene which i think that's just an awesome name because it doesn't seem like a name for a mobile suit but it seems like a name for something that is big and majestic um but i gotta admit i don't know too much about it it's very zeon like um so yeah it's um uh, it's one of Shiraco's custom-designed mobile suits. He doesn't mm. use it. He designed it for Rekua to use. Ah, okay. Um, and that explains why, you know, the size. I, I feel like Shiraco is a... He's got that ego, maniacal. Everything he does has to be bigger than life and, you know, just that much more to it. And that's why you have these names like Bolanok Saman and... Alice Athene, like they're very majestic, like you said. Uh, it, it's a very cool suit. So, uh, but so Rekawa piloted it, but was she even a good pilot? So, the, again, hot take central over here. I was not a fan of Rekawa, right? And especially late season Rekawa, because yeah. I tended to like her more when she was in that spy espionage yeah. role especially and towards don't the end get you of the, off the series versus the movie version because in the series they actually expanded on her character more yes they did that that was one of the things that new translation did well um and i know that you know people have mixed feelings about the the movie compilations but i'd, I'd say that between the animation read read yeah i wish they'd redone the animation completely in that new style but they, yeah they made as well <laughs> um yeah i i think that by the end of the series Rekka was just another mobile suit pilot she was just another one to throw out there but that's again my take i don't know how you felt about her yeah i don't know I, it was cool at first yeah the spy thing but it's like the Gundam stories do a good job of making you not like characters that are bad. Like, sometimes, I think, lately in a lot of stories, they try too hard to make you connect to the villain. But sometimes people could just be bad. And I think Rekko was that. She let her feelings for Paptimus, like, take over and make her choose sides. She was, um, she was pretty petty. So what do you think on this one? I would think it's an A because I would think designed by Paptimus it would be an amazing suit, but it's not like the pilot was able to win the war with it. Yeah. Yeah, I I would give you that. I would, I think that an A is is suitable. 
And you know what? Um, I want to go back real quick because WebFox um, was thinking that the Methodist should be a B or, or let's – no, he – Oh, did I lose that? Yeah. Oh no, he's saying Memphis. it's B for me. Okay, so no, that and we have that at B. Okay, so that's good. Okay, good, good. Um, yeah, the Marisai. I did. Yeah, I got to get that on there. Um. Oh, Neon Wave. I like this. Gundam fans are passionate en enough to like balls. <laughs> yeah, the Federation made good use of balls. So. Um. Sure okay, did. Let's see. Um. Okay, we got the petite mobile suit. So, I'm just going to say, obviously it's not going to fight, but it's cool that there's a petite mobile suit. So, I would give it a C, because it's cool. <laughs> yeah, and they definitely made made good use of it. So, yeah. I'd, I'd give it a C as well. Okay, I think the next two are going to be pretty cool. And actually, they're not in the order I want to do them, but I'll start with Okay, so the Psycho Gundams. There's the Mark One and Mark Two. Now, I, as amazing as they were, it seemed like they were. I, okay, does the Mark Two? It shows up in Zeta, but it also is in Double Zeta, right? Correct. Yeah. Um, so it's almost like it was able to survive. Like it would be an upgrade to the Mark One by a lot. And, and was the Mark I, uh, the Psycho Gundam Mark I, could it have been the pilot because of Four and Camille, you know, it, it that stopped it from using its full potential? Possibly. Possibly. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think that, I know for a fact that um, the Psycho Gundam Mark II has beam sabers, but I don't know if the Psycho Gundam Mark I has beam sabers the Psycho Gundam Mark II has those extendable hands, which are pretty sweet, oh, yeah. and the reflector bits. So, I mean, armament-wise, the, the Mark II is is much more impressive. But I think that you're right. The Pilot Four got more out of the Mark I than I think Rosamia got out of the Mark II. And we really only see the Mark II kick some ass, I think, it, in Double Zeta. Because doesn't it, like, have, like, all of these, like, points on it, I think, were, like, firing at someone and they couldn't... It was, wasn't... Play was trying to, or Pulu, however you're supposed to say your name, she was trying to, like, go back and fight it, I think, and one of the clones was in it and just... Yeah. So... Yeah. But if you think about it, it's just a giant Gundam that is powered by Psycho Waves. I would think they'd both be S. I yeah, I mean, I, I personally, I want to put them both in S just because I'm a fan of both. Of the, and do they fall into the mobile suit category, or are they technically mobile armors at that size? I don't know if you give it give them that, but hmm. you know what? Because they look like a giant robot, even though it is a lot bigger, I'm gonna say it's a mobile suit. It, it is pretty yeah. awesome. If, if the Devil Gundam is still a uh, still a mobile suit, then these guys are still mobile suits. And I don't know the Devil Gundam. Let me guess, G Fighter. Exactly. <laughs> um, okay, the Cubelay. We talked about the Cubelay uh, last night a little bit, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, big fan of the design, big fan of the pilot. 
yeah. to me, that's S tier. But it, I, yeah. I, I would like to hear your your take. No, I I feel the same way. Like especially considering how I grew to like it because at first I didn't, but then seeing it in action, seeing what it has evolved from and into, and its place in the Gundam universe, and yeah, the pilot Haman uh, from in the first one and uh, Zeta. S tier. Um, oh, from Neon Wave, both Psycho Gundams are classified as mobile armors. So good call out, Steven. So that is actually the case. That is is interesting. Now, why is that though? Is it because maybe the transformed mode where they're that mobile armor is more of their default? Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, that could be. I think that that's reasonable enough of an explanation yeah. for me. <laughs> like I said, for me, I'm just, I was just like, they're big. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I, yeah, I like that. I even have, it's on pre-order at um, Big Bad Toy Store, but it's the the high grade, which is big. Um, yes. Because yes, I'm not going to get fact, a Robot Spirits version of that, so... It can confirm. I do have that high-grade Psycho Gundam. Oh. It, it's over in the garage right now. It is taller than a master grade of normal size. So, oh. like, I've got a master grade Zaku and then the high grade Psycho, and the high grade Psycho is taller. So, ah, oh, that's awesome. That well, that's cool. Um, okay, well, here's another Char or Quattro mobile suit, the Rick Diaz. Um, hmm, I, I would say I, maybe this would be. I don't know. It's it's the first suit he uses that Quattro uses, and it. I don't know if it's a custom one he had, but you know the rest of his team at the beginning had it. So I don't know if it's just it's custom for him or he just painted it red because he's really sharp. But he, you know, starts using other suits, so it almost right. makes me think it might be lower. And the other thing about it is his team, Opoly and Roberto, start with black Rick Diaz's. Yeah. But then by the end of the series, they're both using red as well. So oh, the red okay. must not have been that special if everyone gets to use it, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, hmm. I'd say B. I don't know yeah, if that's I'd, I'd agree with a B. Curious what others say. Uh, red Axis says, uh, oh, no, no the um, Ryu... Ryuk, oh man, oh, I'm gonna totally butcher Ryu the Gano pronunciation Kami. of this. Kami says uh, that the Rick Diaz had the development code name of Gamma Gundam. It is excellent, even if it is a modified material. Okay, that's pretty cool. Gam, I I think it's interesting how often we see something like the Barzam we were just talking about, where they are basing Gundam on them, but they don't really look like it. But then they don't need to. But it's just that we have that. Fixation, the V-Fin, Gundam, you know. Yeah, um, for sure. Well, and I think that you have a lot of those production notes type things. Like, I think the S Gundam from Gundam Sentinel was supposed to be, and again, you know, chat, correct me. I think it was supposed to be called the Iota Gundam because they were sticking with that Greek alphabet oh, yeah. naming convention, but they just renamed it the Superior Gundam for whatever reason. Okay, that's cool. But speaking of superior, we've got the the Super Gundam. Um, I don't know. I would almost say because that stuck with the team 
throughout the rest of Zeta. It held its own. It's got that backpack, so it's got that extra gun on it, but it's still a Mark II. I would say S. Yeah, and let's not forget, best girl pilot, machine, so... Oh, yeah. You got to give it the S tier for that one. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Um... Oh, let's see. I wanted to read something someone said. Uh, the Methus is weirdly important in UCMS development history because every attempt to mass produce Zeta Gundam uses Methus transformation. True. That's For interesting. Fact. That's interesting. The the Rizel almost looks exactly like a Methus, but with a Zeta or almost like more of a GM head on it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then RX Croissant, Rick Diaz is one of the uh, odd suits. It's technically a Gundam, but it doesn't look like a Gundam. So Char named it the Rick Diaz. So that's something, okay, that further explains this Gamma Gundam thing. That's very interesting. Um, yep. Web Fox, Fox, if you keep talking about Psycho, Psycho Gundam, Gundam, I may have to get one for myself. My self-control is about to break. Yeah. Do uh, it's, it. Yeah, it's just a cool-looking giant RX-78 too. All right, so we've got the O. So this is Paptimus's um, mobile suit. And I am thinking, because it's part of that trifecta battle that's inside the colony laser uh, yeah. with uh, Haman and uh, Quattro, I would say it's an S. Yep, yep, absolutely. I, I've been actually working on a diorama of the colony laser battle for oh. like over a year now. And... I still need to get a high grade O to complete the, the, the full four set. And I think that the O belongs in S for two simple words, watch sabers. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think it was one of the earlier suits to use sub arms. Oh yeah. that yeah. I can't really think of any others because that actually comes up a lot more often, even like in, in narrative, isn't it narrative that Mark five or whatever has a, uh, another little arm. Um, uh, oh, yeah. I was going to... Sh- well, one thing I was going to bring up about the O is uh, another interesting tidbit, and correct me if I'm wrong, is it was developed in the atmosphere of Jupiter, and that required more thrust. So a bit being brought to the Earth sphere kind of gave it an advantage um, when it's going around. But yeah, it's I, like Vegeta training in high gravity. <laughs> I have this... Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. My thing doesn't autofocus. It's the Hyakushiki... But it's not a robot spirits because that is like $150. So this is the um, another. What's the other line of action figures called um, that came out before? I don't remember, but it was a three pack with the Zeta Gundam and Mark II. It's not as good a quality, but it just it still looks good. Um, it's got my favorite paint job on it. Like I, I can't stand the the high grade kits that have that like super yellow look to them. Oh yeah, that's um, a good point. Yeah, yeah. It's um, like I, you, they make the ones that have the gold coating, but that may they may be more expensive. Yeah, yeah, and even that's a little too chromey for me. I like that kind of frosted gold look. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. That, that yeah, you're right. This this the look on this one is actually pretty good compared to some. Okay. Now, I have this Recon Zaku here because I totally forgot that was a thing uh, in Zeta, and it's a Zaku. So, a Recon Zaku. I'm going to give it a C for cool because that's cool, but I don't think it really does much else. (laughs) I mean, it's 
so that's the flipper, right? It's got the uh, the little triangle face and the. Uh, let me double check on what it looks like exactly. Um, or is it? It's it's, it's got to be either the the Zaku flipper or the Ewax. Act. I think I could throw it in here. Um, oh no, it doesn't have its own page. Okay, so when I went to it, it uh. So if yeah, if I oh that's interesting. Oh, there we go. My bad, I must have done something wrong. So if we look at it, now they have the standard color. This is from Mobile Suit Variations, which looks pretty cool. Um, and that's from Earth Federation and Titans color. So this was an Earth Federation thing. And um, so it's a reconnaissance type. It's a MSO6E. And it was developed by Zionic. Oh, first seen in 79. Oh, okay. So this is something that was in 79. And it was in Zeta also. Yeah, just kind of a funny one, like the petite mobile suit to throw in there. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'd I'd give it a, I'd give it a C for E for I guess if there was a K, I'd give it keeping up with the with the Zeta suits, yeah. the Zeta era suits. Okay. Um, D tier for out of date. <laughs> you know that's a good point. You know, let's just do that. Let's just do that. Let's just do uh, D. Fox we didn't have anyone in D yet. Okay, so last is the uh, the Zeta, which I'm gonna think that's S. I mean, by default. Yeah, I mean, if you could just scroll up and go to double S and put it up there, then that's where it belongs. <laughs> oh yeah, good point. I mean, because really, once it didn't is it where Camille designed it? He sent his like. Um, because yeah, he was using the Mark II, and then he sent his stuff off to um, Anaheim Electronics to kind of come up with the Zeta, I guess. I don't know the full details on that. And then he used it for the rest of the series and used it to literally kill Paptimus. Like... And all of Jared's friends. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Along the way. Um, yeah, I mean, the Zeta Gundam, I think, it's a shame that we don't get to see it you know, in later later series and it doesn't get to make an appearance the way that say the double zeta does as the gump in crossbone because i i'm willing to bet that if there was a zeta gundam at at torrington base for instance then you would have seen it cleaning up shop um the whole whole biosensor technology which again isn't it's one of those guffin type things yeah. where it's like what what exactly does the biosensor do well you know if Camille gets really mad, he turns pink and can't be killed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's got his supersonic mode, if you will. Yeah, that's true. I mean, sometimes it depends on the pilot, but then if you look at um, Double Zeta, it wasn't um, most of the team at least once used the Zeta uh, along with the yeah, Double Zeta? In fact, you know, again, if we're going to, if we're going to show off what we've got on our desk here, I've got my, my Zeta Gundam. A uh, high grade kit here recently replaced its head. <laughs> Did you? But if we wanted to be more accurate about the best version of the Zeta Gundam, then I guess we would have to talk about. Oh, if I can put it all together here. Double Zeta Classic. Zeta Zaku. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Head on here. <laughs> That's funny. Good old Eno. Now, is that with that UV uh, paint on it? 
Oh yeah, I completely forgot that we uh, had done that. So yeah, yeah let me uh, guess. Show off what we've got here. And while uh, this, this while would be... we do that, I'm gonna take a screenshot of this tier list, and I'm gonna throw it in the Discord. And you guys need to tear it up, tear it apart. And then yeah. I will create an updated one based on what you guys say in Discord, and then I'll post that in there. I think um, that that'd be good, especially, um, you know, throw it up on the uh, community page of your uh, channel and make some votes. Yeah, I'll do that. And then I switched the, the camera, too, so or the screen, so, yeah, if you're showing something off, it'll be easier to see. I think I mentioned before that, um, you know, I like to tinker with grade bits and experiment with different types of paint jobs i'm probably going to blind myself with this uv light this is your classic uv reactive paint i don't even know if it'll show up on camera let's see if i can yeah so that's what you get with the uv paint what you get with the glow in the dark pigment that we added to our resin powder last night is you get the same effect but then when i kill the uv light glow remains intact ah oh, that's pretty interesting and so i did the same thing with like this little coin print that i did so again you know it starts off as just a white coin you hit it with our uv light to charge up the glowing pigment and then it retains that glow wow. again it's a it's a neat little alternative to having to you know wire up leds and mess with batteries and that kind of thing so i like that I, I think I'm definitely going to do that. Um, I am convinced after you brought it up that last time. Um, so, you know, I think that's actually it for uh, today's show. So, you know, Stephen, thanks for being here. That was fun to kind of go through that tier list. Um, and oh, thank uh, you for having me, Adam. I, oh, I, I appreciate yeah. it. This has been a lot of fun. Yeah, no, I think it's great. We should do this uh, more often, too. And um yeah, yeah, thanks everyone that showed up in chat. You know, usually I love going through and just talking Gundam with everyone in the chat. So join if you haven't joined the Discord, because the Discord is a great place to be to just continue to talk Gundam. It's just a lot of fun. 